Joseph Smith's reputation as a treasure hunter depended on the success of tonight. He had promised the group of money-digging men that tonight they would unearth a buried trunk filled with gold coins, silver bars, and dazzling sapphires. Joseph stood shoulder to shoulder with a dozen rough men in a ragged semicircle surrounding a large deep pit. Inside, Joseph's older brothers Alvin and Hiram dug into the earth with shovels, bending over scooping up mounds of damp earth and tossing them onto the surface above. Each in the group had a different reason for needing the golden treasure. Some wanted to get ahead by paying off the mortgage owed on their homesteads, while others were more desperate and needed the money to buy food and medicine. As Joseph watched his brothers dig in the pit, he felt the anticipatory gaze of the men. He heard one man lean towards another and whisper, We ain't gonna find shit. Joseph snapped in a hushed whisper, Quiet! The man shut his mouth and nodded. They're beginning to murmur, Joseph thought. The men had taken turns digging for the last three hours, and Joseph knew their patience was running thin. He had instructed the group that for them to discover buried treasure, absolute silence was required. Trunks of buried gold were often protected by guardian spirits. If the men were too loud, they could awaken the spirit, who would then sink the trunk so deep in the earth that it would be irretrievable. Not only that, but the land where they were digging was private property, owned by Willard Chase. The Chase family cabin lay only 50 paces from where the group now dug. The lights were out, and all occupants presumably asleep. It needed to remain that way, because if awoken, Willard Chase would be outraged to find a group of treasure hunters digging on his land. Joseph reflected on how he had ended up in this circumstance. Earlier that night, the men had all gathered at a tavern eager to discover buried treasure. Almost immediately, a debate arose concerning the location of the night's dig. I, I think we should head south, Dr. Lumen Walters said. To that large hill that's on the county border. Joseph's older brother Alvin nodded his agreement. I know that hill. It's not more than two miles from the Smith homestead. And I agree. The hill's so large, it's probably the burial mound of some ancient priest or king. Joseph knew the hill. And while it seemed like a strong candidate for discovering buried gold, he had a better plan of where they should dig. Joseph stood to get the men's attention, and all eyes fell on him. I've seen a vision of buried gold, Joseph said. The treasure is guarded by an ancient spirit. Lumen scoffed and said, Ah, oh, fuck off, Joe. You ain't seen shit. Joseph was still in awe at the seemingly two halves of the doctor both the learned man and the prolific and often vulgar cursor. At only 17 years old, Joseph had pale skin and piercing blue eyes. He was aware that his youthful complexion portrayed him as an unlikely leader. Everyone in Palmyra knew that the Smith family was magically gifted, and Joseph had the reputation of being a skillful money digger. But in the group, he was outranked by both Dr. Lumen Walters and his older brother Alvin. Alvin asked, How do you see this treasure and guardian spirit, Joe? Joseph smiled wryly, dramatically withdrawing an object from his satchel and holding it for the men to see. They all gawked in eager anticipation. Resting on his palm lay a small, polished white seer stone. With this, Joseph said, 
It's the most powerful seer stone you'll ever lay eyes on. Lumen cocked his head in disbelief. Quit your bullshit, Joe. I've seen seer stones before, and that's just a white rock. Wait, Joseph said. Do you feel that? The men sat motionless, the eyes of some darting from side to side. The stone pulses and jerks in my hand. Do you see it? Joseph's hand twitched with the stone in his palm. He felt his own pulse race as he sensed the men's interest mounting. I peered into this seer stone, and do you know what I saw? The men were all listening. I saw an ancient priest, a great leader dressed in Indian clothing, fine clothing of tightly packed wool. He told me his name was Nephi. A couple of the men nodded knowingly. Everyone knew that these lands had previously been populated by ancient peoples, some even older than the Indians themselves. They're close to following my lead, Joseph thought. If only I can convince them that my dig will be worth their while. Joseph continued, For the past week I've been working to dig a well for the Chase family, and while digging I peered into this stone and was shown a vision. Under the well sits Nephi, alone in a cave. One man blurted out, What's he guarding, Joe? Joseph smiled knowingly. Nephi is a powerful spirit because the treasure he protects is a trunk filled with gold, silver, and sapphires. A sigh of awe rippled through the men as they looked at one another in wonder. These men had nothing, and Joseph knew that men would follow anyone who gave them hope of becoming rich. Dr. Lumen Walters broke the spell, saying, we haven't forgotten last goddamn month, Joe. Remember when you promised us gold on Miner's Hill? Some of the men nodded and mumbled their agreement. Lumen continued, uh, But what did we find for all of our efforts? None but shit-filled worms and mud. Joseph's brother Hiram spoke up. Lumen, you know these lands are cursed. It ain't Joseph's fault if the treasure is stolen by evil spirits before we could reach it. Joseph beamed from the public support from his brother. I know how to trap the guardian spirit, Joseph said loudly. He won't steal the treasure from us, I promise. Lumen narrowed his eyes and asked, How you plan on doing that? Trade secrets, Lumen, Joseph said. You follow my lead tonight, and you'll see how I do it. Oh, this is the same shit you said last time. Joseph saw that the men were dubious, and that he needed to up the ante if he hoped to lead tonight's expedition. Y you know what? I'll stake my reputation on tonight, Joseph said confidently. We don't find treasure, then I'm done money digging. The men fell silent. This was no simple boast. A man's reputation was a prized possession, and a man of ill repute was constantly subject to scorn by those in the community. For Joseph to stake his reputation on them finding buried treasure was a strong claim. Lumen stared hard at Joseph and said, you're saying, if we dig at your half-dug well, and we ain't find shit, you're done scrying? A scryer was someone who peered into seer stones to discern the occult, hidden location of lost or hidden objects. Everyone in Palmyra knew that Joseph was a talented scryer, and the threat of forsaking his abilities caused fear to grip his heart. Had he gone too far? Had he really seen the vision of Nephi in the trunk? Even if he had, would he be able to retrieve it? Still standing at the table, Joseph spit in his right hand and extended it to Lumen. That's right. We don't find treasure, 
and I'm done money digging. Lumen smiled mischievously and seemed ready to accept, but Joseph clarified first. But you follow my lead tonight. It is my expedition. With a devilish grin, Lumen spit in his hand and clasped it to Joseph's, shaking vigorously. How say you all then, huh? Should we follow Joseph's plan? Joseph's older brother Alvin looked skeptical and didn't reply, but his brother Hiram stood up next to him and bellowed, If Joe says that we'll find treasure tonight, then rejoice, because he's the most gifted scryer in all New York. The entire group of treasure-hunting men all cheered. Thanks for listening to the trailer of Zion. You can continue the story by listening to the full first episode titled The Golden Bible.